You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series, and my name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. The interview subject that you're about to hear is Herman Lee from the UK outfit Dragon Force, and the reason for the discussion is to promote the 2017 album Reaching Into Infinity. Let's have a listen to what Herman has to say. Here we go. Reaching Into Infinity sounds like yet another epic metal masterpiece from Dragon Force. What can you tell us about the album? Oh, um, first, thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, well, the new album is a continuation, I guess, the evolution of Dragon Force. So we always um, you know, try to add new elements into the music, especially since the album The Power Within in 2012. I think we have expanded and gone more and diverse you know, in terms of our sound and just kind of um, we're carrying on that, um, that tradition, I guess, on the, on the new album pretty much. Fantastic. And you are touring Australia in June, and I believe that we are the first in the world to hear the new material live. Yeah, that's right. We usually, um, you know, last few times Australia was like at the end of the tour, pretty much. And, you know, we're happy to be able to kind of, you know, bring, put you guys right at the beginning. And also, how do I say, we haven't done a, you know, headlining tour in Australia since 2009. I know we came a couple of times for Soundwave Festival, but yep. the time, you know, it's just full-on Dragon Force show now. Um, so we're going to play a lot of new songs, of course, but also, of, but also the old classic Dragon Force will, will, will be there too. Oh, fantastic. Now, when we caught up earlier in the year, we did something a bit different for the interview, and I asked your opinion of some guitarists that people might not know much about. And I've got to tell you, I got a pretty good response to that one given the theory is that younger readers will be inspired to dig deep into YouTube and streaming services and investigate. When we last caught up, we spoke about your opinion of J.K. Lee, Vito Brada, Doug Aldrich, John Sykes, among others. So I've got some other guitarists to ask you some mm-hmm. questions about, so I hope that's okay. I'll, um, I've got about, sure. got about seven or eight guitarists to ask your opinion of. As I say, you are known as a virtuoso and guitarists do look up to you. So um, I'll ask for your opinion on the first guitarist on my list, who is Jeff Hanneman. Jeff Hanneman, of course, you know, Slayer. Um, I, get, I think one of the main things about him is he's really inspired a lot of people with the heavy riffing. And the, back then, you can say, you know, that stuff was extremely heavy if you first heard it at that time. Now, you know, the mu- metal music have gone in so many directions. But Slayer has always been the kind of intense, you know, fast, flashy, yep. flashy, aggressive band, I'd say. Yep. Yeah. So he definitely have inspired a lot of players, you know, with the their approach of the solos, you know, it's not like Megadeth or Metallica, you know, their approach of solos is much more kind of aggressive sounding and that kind of way. So just Mm -hmm. on that point about Megadeth, next person is Dave Mustaine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I always like Dave Mustaine's playing um, since the beginning. Um, You know, he's a rhythm player that can play solos as well. Of course, he's, he's strongest in the rhythm department. And one of my favorite albums um, for that kind of music is definitely Rust in Peace. Um, yes, of I mean, course. That, the album just, yeah. you know, out of this world. <laughs> I also like, of course, Countdown to Extinction as well and all that. But Rust in Peace really kind of stands out as, um, you know, just the opening riffs all the way to the end. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and the obvious yeah. person to come next is Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Uh, um, Kirk Hammett is... Um, one of the guys that, you know, I always hear people say bad things about, 
funny enough, but yeah. you know he's just great players. And one of the way that he shows is his solos are memorable. You know, it's not about how many notes you can play, but if you can sing those solos, that makes a great solo. Like solos in like Creeping Death, solos in um, yes, I, I don't know one. You know, yeah. I remember tapping solo. You know, and of course the Black Album, the solos few remember really well, Unforgiven and all that stuff. So. Kurt Hammett really is a great player that I think people have, you know, underrated him because he was in a massive band. But um, I always like Kurt Hammett. Yeah. yeah, some very good points about a very underrated guitarist there, actually. So um, my next um, guitarist is um, a lot of younger listeners might not know of him, but he's the guitarist in Morbid Angel. So in a lot of ways, he actually invented modern death metal, and that's Trag Zagtoth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was never a big uh, Moby Angel fan, unlike um, Sam and Fred in the band. But they they had their, they they always said. I remember when I first heard them, they had the um, Covenant. They had weird production and stuff. Yeah. But I guess that was um, I guess meant to be different kind of way. Um, so I can't say too much about him. Um, but I do remember that um, he was a big martial arts guy into Bruce Lee and stuff. I remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Reading the thing. <laughs> Uh, Alex Skolnick from Testament and a bunch of other bands. Yeah, Alex Skolnick is a, was a big influence for me when I first started playing the guitar. I remember he was playing an Ibanez S series at that time, and the you know Testament, the, the guitar playing. One thing that set off test, set Testament apart from the other thrash bands was um, I think Alex Skolnick was a was one of the main points was his incredible guitar playing. You know the solos just really cool. Um, from the early stuff, I would say, you know, the fast songs like Over the Wall and stuff like that. Um, the New Order, that's a really cool album. Great yeah, guitar playing on that. And yeah. I really like the solo. One of my favorite solo um, of him is um, Return to Serenity of, um, you know, the yeah. slow song of uh, what is that album called? Relicture Crown is the first song. Yes, no, okay. Is the second song. Yeah, I was just trying to think. I myself. can't remember the name of that yeah. album. <laughs> Neither that can album. I. It's, it's not Souls of Black, is it? Ritual. That's what it is. The okay. Ritual. That's named the album. Oh, the Ritual. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I knew it was one of the earlier ones. I just couldn't recall which one because I'm a bit like you. I'm a long time fan of the band and couldn't recall which which one it was. But yeah, good pick up. Um, the next one's a bit from left field, yeah. but given I just saw him blitz the stage uh, two nights ago, Vernon Reed from Living Color. You know, Vernon Reed is probably one of the first guys to do tapping on the, in the music video. Uh-huh. Um, yep. That was for the, of the Stain album, I believe. What's that first song? What's that first uh, The first song of Stain is um, Go Away. Okay. Um, I think it was the second or third song then. I can't remember. But um, I remember doing some kind of tapping solo on it. You know, he, he's got a different kind of sound, completely different from all the players we mentioned about. Um. So he's actually a good player to look at if you wanted to hear something different. Yeah, yeah. no, agreed, yep. Um, yeah. The, the next guitarist is probably one of my favourites, and not many people know of him, actually, but I'm sure you will, and that's Tyson Bohr from King's X. Yeah, um, you know what? I never got into them that much. You know, I never, I've had a few albums, but I never listened to enough um, King's X to really be able to comment on his playing, I'm afraid. Okay, gotcha, yep. Now, the next two I'm going to put together because they're the most obvious lead guitarists that are out there. They're two with the G3, um, I guess you'd call it production and show, but that's uh, Steve Vai and Joe Satriani. 
Um, either Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, they're, they're, they're you know, one of my favorite guitar players. You know, I still listen to their albums now. It's, you know, when we, you know, our new album is called Reaching Into Infinity. And what we, what we trying to say with the new album title was certain music are just timeless. You can listen to it forever, you know. And I think those guys yeah. made albums that I can listen to pretty much until I die. You know, these <laughs> instrumental albums. It's just like, you know, so so special that, you know, you'll never be bored of listening to Passion Warfare or for yes. me, um, The Extremist, Joe Satriani, Serving the Alien, songs like One Big Rush of um, Flying the Blue Dream. And I also like the new stuff. People don't mention the new stuff so much, but I actually listen to all the albums. Okay. Um, pretty much every single one. What did you yeah. think of, um, uh, probably a different point about um, Steve Vai's playing and his, uh, his, his albums, but probably my favourite of his, I think it's called Sex and Religion, and it's got T.M. Stevens and Devin Townsend on it. Do you remember that album? Yeah, um, that is the first concert I've ever been to, Sex and Religion Tour. Cool, excellent. Um, what do you remember about it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that was, I remember Devin Townsend shredding it up suddenly on the guitar, and I remember reading about it in Guitar World that he's a real good guitar player. Um, and you had to play all these um, harmonies on the Passion Warfare songs. So it shows how great Devin Townsend was as a player before, you know, before he was now known as a, you know, huge, you know, genius in the in the music yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. Um, great beginning yeah. yeah and yeah fair enough uh, and and the last yeah. guitarist that i've got a question about i don't know whether you know her but mm. orianthi the the australian guitarist who was michael jackson's final guitarist yeah i, I heard her album um actually they kind of they, they got re she got really catchy songs on that album actually funny enough i can't remember what's the name of it yeah, I can't Believe remember or something either. like that. Yeah, oh. something like that. I remember being at the gym yeah. one day, and I thought it was like a um, like a girl band song or something like that come on, and then all of a sudden this massive Eddie Van Halen style guitar solo just came on halfway through, and there she was shredding, and I couldn't believe how good a player she was. Not because she's a female or anything yeah. like that; she's just a genuinely great guitarist. Yeah, I believe she played the Santana before, um, something like that. So um, she's a great player. Um, I don't know what she's doing now, but she's definitely one of the, you know, one of the, I think the, the modern female rock guitar player, like one of the, one of the. Yeah, they're sort of the best ones out. kind of taking the baton from uh, Lita Ford in, in some ways. And she's currently, um, I think she's uh, in a relationship with Richie Sambora, if I'm not mistaken. And I think they two are around together. Yeah, that's right. And. Yeah, so she's taken over from. I remember early days was like um, um, the girls from Phantom Blue, you know, <laughs> the, the girl shredders. That was that was Phantom Blue. That's yeah. right. Yes, okay, I've forgotten about them. Yeah, there you go. All right, so I do have three questions that I ask all of my interview subjects. So I'd like you to humour me here and play along. And by the way, your answers can be as not safe for work as you like. So here goes. Choose three words to describe yourself. Uh, perfectionist, uh, nerdy, but not boring. <laughs> there you go. There we go. All right, second question. You, whatever. <laughs> if you could go back to when you were 18 and give yourself some advice, what do you think you'd say? Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. I just, I'm quite happy where I am these days. 
So let's not change the, let's not disrupt the time, the timeline of the time, you know, and make the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually the second yeah. time this week that I've had someone give me that response. So it's a really good response, actually. No regrets. Just keep moving forward. Keep on trucking, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the final yeah. question is, what five guests, living or dead, would you invite to dinner? Um, I've been asked that before. I kind of don't like inviting people over to dinner. So, <laughs> none. None. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. No worries. No. What's well, an answer? So, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think we've run out of time. So I really want to thank you very much for the opportunity to have a chat again. It's always a pleasure uh, talking to you, and I certainly was looking forward to the discussion. Thanks so much for giving such detailed responses to the uh, the questions about the guitarists as well. As I say, you, you are a guitarist that I know for a fact a lot of young guitarists and aspiring guitarists look up to, and I'm sure given your, your, your feedback uh, in your responses that they're going to be... Um, say curious now and get onto those streaming services or youtube to check out some other great guitarists per your advice yeah glad to be able to geek out on guitar players i you know glad you 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 expected me to know about all these guitar players that's cool <laughs> it didn't it, yeah. it didn't surprise me at all that you knew all of them actually and and i was going to put some more uh challenging ones in there but they wouldn't really be challenging me like guys like alan's alan holdsworth um and the like, but then I thought, no, I'll put mm. I'll put some metal guys in there because a lot of the younger, you know, you're you're obviously a metal guitarist, and I thought a lot of the uh, the younger guys. If I put Alan Holdsworth and um, you know the guitar player from Level Forty Two in there, I can't remember his name at the moment. Sorry, it's escaping me. But wonderful guitarist, um, they might go yeah. and have a listen to it. And and that's, that's not metal. <laughs> and Australia, you got to put Brett Garth in there. One of the, you know, what an amazing player he is. Sure. Yeah. 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 Is he your favourite yeah. Australian guitarist, or, or do you know you know Tommy Emmanuel, obviously? Yeah, and Frank and Bali. I mean, I learned watch, watching those videos, you know, to play the guitar. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there is <laughs> yeah. in Australia. We've got this funny thing going on where you can go into almost any bar at the moment. Well, not any bar, but a lot of the bars where there's a guitarist playing, and they might be playing an acoustic. But if you ask the bloke to really start shredding, you can do that. Um, and I guess it's just the mm-hmm. way the guitars has evolved. It's um, you know to, to make money these days, you've sort of got to play um, Brown Eyed Girl and the old favourite in Australia, Cold Chisels, Kaysan. I don't know whether you heard of that song, but Ian Moss, he's another good guitarist. But I've played in cover bands myself for years, and we end up having to play these songs almost every night that we play. And um, we like to sort of mix it up a little bit and put some solos in there and stuff. But yeah, you can't sort of deviate from the in the core path too much otherwise people get a bit upset because you're playing their favorite song and you're changing it too much yeah they don't want solos but guess what we don't really care if they want it or not just give it to them <laughs> just take it in there yeah absolutely cool. all right mate really appreciate your time thanks so much and i'll be in the audience when you guys come to australia thank you talk oh. to you again and i can see you next month absolutely mate see you down here You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that interview subject was Herman Lee from the UK outfit Dragon Force. Really appreciate you tuning in and listening.